0: Happy 2022 bitches. I really hope that I'm wrong, but I have an intuition that 2022 is probably going to be just as fucking weird as the last few years. But I I really I really hope that I'm wrong about that. But it's a new year. New year, new goals, new year, new you, right? If you have goals or resolutions for 2022, this episode is all about manifesting them. Not only by getting clear on what it is that you truly want that lies underneath your goal, but by teaching you the trick to truly and actually manifesting what you want. Because yes, there is a trick to it. You're prob- you've are probably you probably been doing it wrong like I was for such a long time, and learning this trick changed my fucking life, and I feel pretty confident that it's going to shift things for you too. So in this episode, I'm going to guide you through exactly what it is and how to do it so that you can live your best fucking life and make 2022 a little bit less fucking weird than it probably will be. So let's get started. Welcome, beautiful people, to another episode of the Conscious Pussy Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Aldoretta. It's 2022! How's that shit feel? I'm not in 2022 yet, so I'm just time-traveling into the future. It is now early December, but I'm pre-recording this episode. And I hope 2022 feels a little bit less fucking weird than I am anticipating that it will feel. So, this episode... Buckle the fuck up, because it's going to be kind of woo-woo, but I have fully embraced that part of me, and even though it's going to be kind of woo-woo, I would really encourage you to listen on, because it might just change your fucking life. So this is going to be all about manifesting what we want. If you've set some New Year's goals for yourself or New Year's resolutions, this episode is all about manifesting those resolutions and getting the things that you actually desire. But regardless of how you feel about manifestation, stay tuned because at the very end of this episode, I'm actually going to be guiding you through a manifestation meditation practice so that you can get an inner felt experience of exactly how this process works so that you can apply it in other areas of your life. But before that, I want to get into why the way we currently manifest kind of sucks. I would wager that, like most of us, you too have spent a lot of your life wanting things. I feel like that's one of the earliest skills that we acquire, is going to the store with our parents and saying, I want that. I want that. I want that. I want that. Mommy, please give me this. Please give me that. Can I have this? Can I have that? We live in a world of wanting things, and that's part of being human is wanting things, trying to get things, desiring things. And so many of us that desire those things that we want never actually end up coming to fruition. And that's because you're probably going about it wrong. I know that's a big statement, but I was for a really long time, and... Once I figured out the trick for manifesting things, shit started to really shift and fall into place. So what I want to start with is that, at least for myself, what I ultimately realized is that I, by setting New Year's resolutions for myself and just goals for myself in general, is that I was always setting myself up for failure. And this is not to say that you shouldn't set goals, but just listen on and I'll kind of cover all of this stuff. But I was constantly setting myself up for failure or setting myself up to ultimately be disappointed in myself for not meeting some sort of expectation that I created for myself. And have have you ever found this for yourself? I know so many of us have, but I want you to put yourself into a state where you're able to kind of step back into a time when that was true for you. Maybe setting a New Year's resolution in the past and then completely and utterly beating yourself up because you didn't achieve it. I know I've done that shit. Have you ever done that shit? And so the way that I've come to view traditional New Year's resolutions is that they often just keep us trapped In a state of chronic dissatisfaction with ourselves and with our life. And not only that, but they happen to be really fucking good for businesses that are trying to sell you some thing that's going to fulfill you and make you happy. And who the fuck wants to be miserable? I don't know anybody who actively wants to be miserable or to be constantly reaching for something different or wanting to be better or whatever it is because what I've come to find is that when we do that we're not really living. We're fantasizing and projecting some potential or imagined fantasy reality and we're fantasizing about the day that we'll be happy and we're also stuck in this place of creating this checklist of everything that we're going to need to accomplish in order to eventually get there. But when we're doing that, that's not happiness. That's creating some future fantasy of happiness instead of actually being happy right now in this moment. And I know it's so easy to say, well, that's... You know, it's easy to be happy when you have X, Y, Z, when you have these things, when you're in this state, when you've achieved these goals. But I want to challenge that a little bit in this episode. And I want to tell, tell you a little story. It's story time. About a time in my life when I was constantly seeking. So I used to work in the tech industry. For almost a decade, I worked in the tech industry at really fast-paced companies. So I worked for startup companies for a long time, which are, if you're not familiar with what that is, it's ultimately early-stage companies that are in their high-growth stage that are doing everything they can to create a product that people will consistently pay for. And in that world, so basically like the early, early days of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, you know, they ha- they all had to go through that stage in order to get to a place where they kind of found their business model and figured out how to get people to consistently come to them for whatever product they created. So that's the world that I lived in for a really long time. And... Something really interesting about that industry is that part of that industry, it's like foundationally built into that industry to set up this future situation for your company. And like, we will be successful when X, Y, Z. We will be successful when this goal gets achieved. Like there's always a goal that is being pushed for. And this is the case for so many other industries as well. But my only exp- like really intense experience with this was in the tech industry. And there's also this really huge goal in the tech industry, especially with startup companies, of getting acquired, having a bigger more profitable, well-known company by your company and buy your product. Like, that is such a huge fucking goal. So there's always this push in that industry to do better, do more, create more, be more productive, to get acquired, get the attention of a bigger company, get acquired. And what you find is that when you always have that future state in mind, dissatisfaction with what is present now is inevitable. And I found this for me personally, and I've heard so many stories of CEOs of companies having their company get acquired, which is, you know, what the people in that industry are just constantly striving for it. Like, that's the goal. It's like, I will be happy when my company gets acquired. I, there's this idea, I'll be successful when my company gets acquired. But then what happens so often, and this happened for me in the company that I helped to build and that ultimately got acquired, is that when you get to that state where suddenly you've achieved that goal you realize that you're still fucking miserable that that wasn't that th- that set of criteria that you had created didn't actually bring happiness and i found that in myself and i've talked to so many founders and heard stories of so many founders of companies who go through a really deep depression because ultimately what they realize is that they're still not fucking happy And I went through that, too. I went through a really deep depression after the company that I helped to grow and build sold because I realized, like, oh, I'm still not fucking happy. And the same thing can be said for New Year's resolutions or really any type of goal is that once we hit a goal, then suddenly that goalpost moves and we're like, hold on, wait a minute. I thought I was going to be happy when I got here, and now that I got here... I realize that the goalpost has just jumped another mile or however far it is, and that keeps happening. At least that has sure as hell been the case for me and so many people that I know. And I don't know, hopefully that resonates with you because I think there's something very innately human about our goals just kind of jumping around and somehow forever being unattainable, which is... Such a disappointment, and that's mostly because we're just going about it wrong. We're fucking going about it wrong. So I want to talk to you about how to manifest what you actually want. And first things first when it comes to manifesting is to get clear on what you actually want. Get really, really clear on it. And while you may think that whatever goal you've set up is pretty obvious and pretty straightforward, I want to go a little bit deeper and actually challenge that to find out if you, in fact, are really clear on what you want. And I want to do that by, I'm going to go through a few examples. And what we want to do is to figure out what is the truth of what lies underneath your goal or resolution or whatever it is that you want to cultivate in your life this year. What is the truth that lies underneath that? What lies underneath the surface? So for example, this is a very classic New Year's resolution. If your goal is to get in shape or to lose some number of pounds, which is so common for so many people, I wanna challenge that goal. Is that really your desire? And your initial thing, if that is a goal, is like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's my desire. But consider this. Is that your desire or is your core desire that lies underneath that to fully, unconditionally, wholly love yourself and to feel confident as fuck? And that may include getting in shape, who knows? But ultimately what lies underneath that desire is wanting to feel fucking confident and just wanting to love the fuck out of yourself. So another example is maybe you have a goal to stop a certain behavior. It could be not drinking or not drinking caffeine or whatever it is. I want to, I want you to challenge that. Is that really what you want? Or is what lies underneath that wanting to find a balanced state of mind where you don't need to rely on that behavior or something outside of you as a crutch that makes a lot more sense to me so let's say another one your goal is to get healthy what is at the root of that Because what does getting healthy actually mean? Depending on who you ask, that's going to mean very different things. It's going to look very different. It's going to include a very different checklist or set of steps to get you there. But to me, underneath this goal is more likely a desire to feel really good in your body. Another very common one, and this will be the last example, is to get a raise at work or to get a promotion or make more money or something in regards to your financial situation. So what does that actually mean? Does it mean making a certain amount of money more? And if that's the case, if you answer yes to that, then let's really look at what's underneath that. Do you want to cultivate and live in a mindset of abundance? Of trusting that you will always have enough to meet your needs? And if so, is that really dependent on making more money? For some, the answer might be, fuck yes, I can barely pay my bills, so I need more money, like I truly need money. But for others... The answer to that might be a little more complicated. It might be, well, I guess, I suppose I'm able to take care of myself and, you know, I really have all of my basic needs met and perhaps what I need is more of a mindset shift in my ability to live life from a place of feeling abundant. So these underlying desires are very different than the goals that we traditionally make. So for me, I'm not a big fan of those traditional goals because those are ultimately setting us up for failure. And what we need to realize with reframing our intentions and our goals and our desires is that a goal like make more money or get a promotion or get healthy or get in shape like I said earlier, is always going to be a fucking moving target. So it's always going to be something that is changing. And maybe you get to a certain salary or a certain weight or a certain body type, and like so often happens, suddenly the target has just jumped to somewhere else without you even realizing it. And then you're stuck feeling unsatisfied yet again, and that's a fucking awful way to live is just constantly being unsatisfied, constantly being unhappy and kind of discontent. But that's pretty much the world that we've set up for ourselves. And But if we can get at what truly lies underneath our goals, which so often are things like self-love, an abundant state of being feeling good in my body, those things typically won't shift a whole lot. So you'll find that by focusing on those intentions versus the goals that you maybe originally thought you wanted to achieve, you're actually going to cultivate much more joy in your life and avoid a lot of that constant dissatisfaction. Does that make sense? Hopefully that makes sense. And so I'm going to get into a, you know, later in this episode, I'm actually, at, at toward the end of this episode, I'm actually going to walk you through a guided little like manifestation practice or meditation that actually facilitates this. So there's, there's different layers of this. So the first level and the first step of this is to get clear on what you want. Before we get into that next stage of what this process really looks like and what this process entails, I do want to do a quick sidestep and start to introduce the topic of the law of attraction. Because there's the way that we formulate our goals has another really huge problem, and this has to do with the law of attraction, and that's where we start getting into that aspect of it. And if you're not familiar with the law of attraction, the whole concept behind that is that like energy attracts like energy. So good energy attracts good energy, bad energy attracts bad energy. And that's just kind of the simplicity of it, but abundance energy attracts more abundance, love attracts more love, etc., etc., But basically, the issue with the way that we currently structure our goals that we set is that so often our inner felt body experience of these goals is very typically one of desperation, of grasping, of clenching, of dissatisfaction or discontentment with something in our life. And because of this... What we feel, so if we sit quietly and think about our goal, more often than not, what we feel in our bodies when we think about them is not a pleasantness or a lightness or a joyful feeling, which we might expect in regards to, oh yeah, I'm going after this goal, I'm going to achieve this amazing thing, and it's going to feel really good. Instead, what we typically focus on is the thing that we lack and the feeling of that lack. And our body, as a result of this, experiences our goals as negativity. And our mind experiences these goals from a lack mindset, which is a huge issue when it comes to trying to manifest the desire That truly lays underneath because when we're focused on this negative energy, when we're focused on this thing that we lack in our life, of course we're not going to manifest the thing that we truly want because number one, very often as we already discussed, we often haven't gotten clear on what it is that we really want and our body is stuck in a place of having a negative felt experience and negative sensations around our goal so even the idea in our body of achieving that goal doesn't feel good the second stage in this process of genuinely truly manifesting the things that you want is feeling and I'm going to get into more of what I mean by that and exactly what that looks like and how to do that but basically this world that we've created and our conditioning and patterning and things that get ingrained in us from a very young age teaches us both consciously, outwardly, and subconsciously to change and focus on things in our external environment to find happiness. Like, get more money, get a different house, do this thing, buy the new car, get new clothes, get the new gadget... And I want to ask you a sincere question. Has it worked? You've been seeking things and changing things in your external environment your whole life. Are you fully and truly happy right now? Are you living your life in the state that you want to be living? Are you fulfilled, like fully, deeply fulfilled in your life? Are you joyful? Are you free from desire? Do you not need anything else because you feel fulfilled? Because you found the thing that you've been searching for to make you feel joyful? Probably fucking not. If not, then looking externally is probably not actually the way to go. And... What's the definition of insanity? We've all heard this a hundred times. What's the definition of insanity? It's doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results, which is exactly what we've all been doing our whole fucking lives. And as a country, we're more miserable than ever. Statistically, depression rates are increasing and are higher than ever. Suicides are increasing. We're fucking miserable. So what we're doing isn't actually working. So I want this to be a challenge to try something different. Try something different. And if, you know, what you're doing isn't working, so why not try something different? So the trick to manifest things externally in your life is not to focus on shifting things externally. It's actually to focus all of your energy on shifting your internal space on creating an inner experience of feeling that thing in your life which is totally fucking counter to everything that we're told but there's a lot of really amazing teachers like Abraham Hicks does a lot of work on this one of my favorites is Neville Goddard he's a teacher from like the mid 1900s I think he was pretty popular but There's a lot of teachers that focus on this and have realized the power, that the power of manifesting comes from feeling. And I'm going to get into what exactly that means. So if you think about it, our mind is one of the most powerful tools that we have. And what I mean by that, have you ever... So for example, have you ever noticed that when you're in a really great mood, something bad or kind of off... Or a little, you know, something weird could happen during your day. And it doesn't bother you in the slightest bit. Because you're in a great fucking mood. But, on a day when your mood is a little foul, or your headspace isn't that great, that same exact thing happening would totally send you spinning out completely. The same thing happening. I know that that's happened to me before, and I I know that I've noticed that when I feel great, shit just doesn't bother me, and when I feel awful, everything fucking bothers me. Everything, everyone, (laughs) just bugs the shit out of me. And the only difference in those two scenarios is the state of your mind, your internal state. That's the only difference. Our mind, and this is where we start to get a little woo-woo and kind of into like the spirituality part of things, but this is what I have come to fully experience and believe. Our mind creates the world that we live in. And when I say that, what I mean is that the state of our mind, our internal state dictates whether we experience a situation as good or bad. Whether or not we harshly judge an experience or a person, whether we allow an experience to fill us with anger and rage, or whether we allow it to just kind of roll off. Whether our happiness in a moment is contingent on what's happening outside of us. Our mind does all of that. Depending on our internal state, the way we experience a situation and what we take away from that situation or that experience will be completely, completely different than what another person experiences or takes away from that exact same situation. So two people could be in the exact same experience... Living the exact same thing and take away totally different things. And you see that in family units with siblings growing up in similar environments and they take away totally different things. I know that's been true for me in my own life with my own siblings. And when you think about it, those things that we take away from experiences are what we use to build up our beliefs, our ideas our thoughts, the way that we think about the world, and the way that we ultimately approach our life. And those are totally different from what somebody else takes away and then uses those very different things to build up their beliefs, their ideas, their thoughts, and the way that they approach life. That's how powerful the mind is. And that's what I mean when I say that the mind Our mind creates the world that we're living in. And the world that I'm living in is very different than the world that you're living in because my set of personal experiences have cultivated very different patterns than yours. So, all of that said, the trick to manifesting is to utilize this fucking powerful tool This very, very potent, powerful tool. So I mentioned that the second stage is feeling. So it's like, okay, how the fuck does mind have to do with feeling? And I'll get into that. So how do you actually do that? So essentially, the mind interprets the sensations that we feel inside of our body. Building the way that we experience the world. Building our reality. Creating our personal reality creating my personal reality, which is different than your personal reality. That all has to do with the sensations that I feel in my body that my mind then attaches a thought to, that was bad, that was painful, I don't like that, this person is bad, this experience was bad. And that might be very different than the sensations that you feel or the thoughts or patterns or beliefs that you would attach to that same thing. So, an unpleasant sensation in my body would lead to unpleasant thoughts, unpleasant experiences, unpleasant life. Pleasant sensations, on the other hand, lead to pleasant thoughts, pleasant experience, pleasant life. So, the big trick, that's where these two things get connected. The big trick to actually manifesting what you desire in your life is to focus completely, is to focus fully all of your energy on feeling. Not on your external environment, not on your whatever you're perceiving in your external reality, but on feeling in your body. And if you do that, that thing that you want will come to be. And this is the crux of the law of attraction, which, as I mentioned earlier, is the concept of like energy attracting like energy. And I already kind of got into this, but we've all experienced this of having a shit day and shitty things just keep happening. And the reasoning behind that from the perspective of the law of attraction is that that negative energy attracts more negativity into our life. So the whole concept behind this feeling component is if we create an inner experience of, say, feeling abundant, more abundance will come into our life. If we create an inner experience of unhappiness, more unhappiness is going to come into our life. So the law of attraction focuses on that feeling, but creating that internal experience of whatever desire it is that we want to manifest. And so much of what we typically do to get what we want is trying and forcing and manipulating and trying to control. But none of that shit works. The whole trick is this feeling, the law of attraction. We also have a tendency to unintentionally focus our energy on what we don't want. Which sounds totally counterintuitive, and it kind of is counterintuitive. But the way that we frame those things in our mind, as I mentioned, we're kind of stuck in this mindset of wanting, of lack. So we'll often think in our head, I want to stop being unhappy. I want to stop hating my body. I need to lose weight. I need more money. I want to stop attracting unfit partners. And these goals are all focusing... On unhappiness, on how we're currently unhappy, on hate, on need, on wanting, on unfit partners. And all that does is attract more of each of those exact things instead of what it is we truly desire. And they're, like I said, they're creating an inner felt experience of lack and negativity inside of our bodies. So we must instead create the inner felt experience of already having the thing that we desire. Love, abundance, self-love, acceptance, whatever that thing is. And only then will we begin to attract that into our life. But when we're focused on their counterparts... That's the thing that we attract. And we do that without even realizing it because we've been so conditioned to just want, 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 desire, desire, desire. Something's not good enough to just always be seeking. Otherwise, if we don't make that shift, we just end up staying trapped in our wanting, in our cycle of wanting, in our cycle of needing, in our cycles of grasping, of our falling short somehow. And we end up just spinning in the same old fucking patterns over and over and over. And I don't know about you, but I'm fucking tired of the same old shit. It's time to break out of that. So let's try something new, huh? And I know that sounds woo-woo as fuck, but it fucking works. So just try it. Try it for a little bit. You know, for a few weeks, give it a few weeks, give it a month. If it doesn't work, then go back to doing the same thing you've always done. But at least give it a chance. So, and like I said, at the end of this episode, I'm going to actually lead you through a manifestation practice and guide you through a practice to create an internal experience. So, but basically, I want to get back to that. So, focus completely on the feeling if in your body you are experiencing having a great day, like the sensations in your body are really good, you just you know what that feels like is like you're having a great day and you just feel good. There's probably not too much that can push you out of that. And you're gonna let things roll off so much easier. However, if in your body you're experiencing a shitty day, your body just like you probably just like feel feel like shit maybe you didn't sleep well whatever but you feel that shit in your body your day is probably (laughs) just gonna keep being kind of shitty and I know that we've all experienced that we've all noticed that you know how things (laughs) seem to just keep going wrong when you're already having a fucking terrible day I know that I find that if I'm having a shitty day, it's just like thing after thing after thing. And it's like, fuck, it's because that feeling really does create the environment because you attach those feelings to a thought or your mind attaches those feelings to a thought, to an experience. And that completely changes what manifests in your world. And I know how woo-woo this sounds. I feel like my 10 years ago self would be like, Lady, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, It's funny to think about that sometimes, just how much things have shifted for me. It's like, man, my, my early 20s self would be so disappointed in... Not disappointed, but it would just be like, lady, you've lost your fucking marbles. And yeah, maybe I have, but I'm fucking happy, and I love my life, and I'm manifesting shit. I'm manifesting amazing shit. And I'll get into, like, exactly... You might be thinking, like, well, does that actually fucking work? I guess I'll just jump to that now. It's like, okay, all this sounds awesome, sounds great, but does it act... Like, does it fucking work? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It fucking does, and I don't fully, completely understand it. There's definitely like a little bit of a mystical element to it, and I'm totally cool with that because it fucking works. I've used this to manifest things like a beautiful, deeply healing, actually very healthy relationship with an incredible man, having come from a background that was highly codependent and Super fucking dysfunctional. My early relationships were super fucking dysfunctional. I've used this to manifest like an amazing fucking relationship. I've used it to manifest a life, a life path opening up to me, a life path that I desired, like truly desired in alignment to open up to me. I've used it to manifest a completely debt free life, which is feels so fucking good and also an awesome financial position without having to have a standard full-time job. It feels so fucking good. It's possible, y'all. And I'm still using it right now even to, you know, I'm currently in the process of manifesting things, so I'm using it to manifest things that haven't yet come, like the outright purchase of a beautiful plot, like, beautiful, big plot of land, a women's retreat center, and full financial independence. And those are not small intentions. Those are not small fucking intentions. But there is not a single shred of doubt in my body or in my mind that those things will not come to be. Each one of those things will come to be. And, you know, some of it takes time. Like those bigger things, they take time, but it will come to be. There is no doubt inside of me. But in order to manifest the things that you desire, you have to feel. So I'm going to guide you through a meditation or slash manifestation practice that's going to, so the goal of this is to create an inner, Felt experience. And in this case, I'm going to do abundance. So, which can help you manifest abundance financially, relationally, healthfully, and in any other areas of your life where you would really like an abundance of something. And you can use the same method. To manifest self-love, to manifest joy, to manifest acceptance, to manifest peace, to manifest love, or to manifest really anything that you want. Once, once, and this is the caveat, once you've gotten really clear on your underlying desire. Okay? So. Before... We jump into that Guided Abundance Manifestation Meditation, which is quite the fucking mouthful. I want to just quickly wrap up this episode... And just say thanks for fucking joining me, for listening to the Conscious Pussy Podcast. If you have a request for a topic that you'd really like to hear, please submit it at the link that will be in the show notes. And yeah, I really encourage you to... So this meditation manifestation is going to be regarding abundance, but I really encourage you to kind of go through this process with your new year's resolutions or your goals for this year and shift them into an intention and figure out what what desire what intention really lies underneath the goals that you've created and then working on using this method using this this same practice to create an inner experience of whatever that desire is it could be an inner experience of surrender an inner experience of love, an inner experience of self-love, an inner experience of abundance, like what we're going to do. It could be an inner experience of anything, but the the big thing is to get really clear on what that is. And then those desires, it may take a little bit, but those desires will manifest. They will manifest in your life. This fucking works. and There's a reason that teachers are teaching this and people are using it because it fucking works but but i want to say don't take my word for it don't don't believe anything that i say do it for yourself and see what happens you ready to get into this meditation awesome see you next time here we go with the meditation all right y'all I invite you to find a comfortable place where you can sit quietly. And if now's not a good time, hit pause and listen to this later. But find a comfortable place where you can sit quietly. And to start, I invite you to shift your awareness into your body first, focusing on your breathing the rhythm of your inhales and your exhales, the texture of your breath, the feeling of the air passing through your nostrils, down your throat, filling your lungs. And then that sensation of the warmed air on the tip of your nose as you exhale. And I invite you to bring your awareness here. Focus for a bit on your breathing. Breathing gently, not trying to change anything about the way that you're breathing, but simply drawing your awareness to this part of your being. You can't manifest something that you don't have personal experience with. You can't manifest financial abundance or relational abundance if you've never experienced it before. So, what we focus on during this practice is the abundance piece of it because we can all tap into what abundance feels like. And this meditation is going to facilitate that internal feeling of abundance. And then what we can do is we point that inner experience of abundance towards creating the type of abundance that we desire. So I invite you now to shift your awareness from your breath into your physical body and just feel the sensation of the chair or whatever it is that you're sitting on. Maybe it's the floor underneath you. Feel it supporting you. Feel the sensation of your feet on the floor, if they are on the floor or just notice every part of your body that's contacting the surface below you and feeling that support. I invite you now to gently do a quick body scan. So starting at the very top of your head, slowly scan down your body and simply notice the areas of your body where you feel that you're potentially hanging on to a little bit of tension or areas where you feel a little bit of discomfort and not trying to change anything about those. Letting them be there, allowing them to be present, but simply noticing them. And if you find that you have thoughts racing through your mind, that's okay. I had such a hard time with meditations for a long time because I had this idea that I was trying to clear my head of thoughts, but no. The thoughts will come. The trick is to watch them pass like you would watch a cloud float through the sky. Your mind is the sky and your thoughts are clouds. They come and they go. So simply watching them. Now gently drawing your awareness back to your breath. I wanna do two rounds of a really wonderful stress relieving breathing technique. So inhale for the count of four. One, two, three, four. Hold your breath with full lungs for one, two, three, four. Exhale the air for one, two, three, four, and hold at the bottom with empty lungs for one, two, three. Again, inhale two, three, four, hold two, three, four, exhale two, three, four, hold two, three, four. One more round, inhale two, three, four, hold two, three four, exhale, two, three, four, and hold, two, three, four. Now take a big cleansing breath, inhaling deeply, and open your mouth and let it go. Letting any of that tension, those thoughts, just kind of melt away. Melting out of your body. And we're going to do a little visualization practice. And this is where that manifesting comes in. And again, you can do this with any thing that you're trying to manifest. Once you get clear on what that thing is. So I invite you to imagine that you're sitting outside. It's a really beautiful day. The weather is just perfect, whatever that means to you. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. The sun is kinda warm, but not too warm. The wind is dancing in the trees and playing with your hair and tickling your skin. Maybe you're barefoot, you can feel the earth underneath your feet. Perhaps you're in some soft grass and you feel the grass between your toes or perhaps you find yourself on a beach and you can feel the soft powdery sand between your toes, underneath your feet. And it's just beautiful in this space. I invite you to take a moment to really drop into the feeling of what this space feels like. Maybe craning your neck, reaching your face up towards the sky and feeling... The sun's warm rays kissing your skin. Your skin absorbing these beautiful rays to make vitamin D and other things that your body needs to stay healthy. The feeling of the wind as it caresses your hair and the coolness of the wind against your face and your cheeks and your skin. Maybe even here seeing if you can actually sense the barrier, the boundary between your skin and the coolness of the air around you. Can you discern where that barrier is. Can you feel the coolness of the skin, of, of the wind, of the air around your skin, hugging your skin? Now bringing your awareness, your sensations in this beautiful place you're into your feet, your bare feet, and wherever you happen to be, really dropping in to the sensation of the earth beneath you. If you're standing on sand, what does that feel like? See if you can feel the sand under your feet. If you're on some soft grass, is it moist? Is it dry? Does it tickle? Really feeling it. Feeling the sensation of the Earth beneath your feet, the sensation of the Earth's support. Maybe you even hear some birds singing in the distance, expressing to the world how beautiful of a day it is, how beautiful it is to be alive. Feeling that sensation of peace and serenity washing over you. And I want to shift now your awareness towards the abundance of this place. Really feeling the abundance of sunshine, of beautiful, warm sunshine the endlessness, the abundance of its rays, kissing your skin. And how even behind the clouds, it's always shining, it is always in abundance. And sensing the abundance of earth beneath your feet, that regardless of where you go, where you walk to the earth is always beneath your feet the earth is abundant beneath you and if you find yourself at the beach the abundance of sand the grains of sand how abundant they are If you find yourself in grass, the abundance of blades of grass, the abundance of soil, feeling the wind whipping against your skin, feel the inner sensation of the abundance of wind. It's not always there, but it always returns. The wind is abundant. (sighs) Bringing your awareness to your breath, to the air flowing into your lungs, and sensing the abundance of oxygen that you breathe every single day. There is an abundance of air in your lungs, an abundance of trees that manufacture that air. And now feeling your heart beating inside your chest And noticing the abundance of beats that your heart engages in every day. The abundance of energy that it has to keep beating. And now imagine that there's a body of water near you if you find yourself outside in a field. Maybe there's a little stream running by. If you find yourself at the beach, feeling the magnitude and the fullness of the ocean and sitting with and feeling the sensation of the abundance of water. It runs through the earth, it's underneath the earth, it's in the sky as clouds, it falls as rain. What a beautiful feeling to notice the abundance and to feel, really feel the abundance that's all around you. And now sitting with that inner experience of abundance, the abundance of the earth around you, I invite you to shift Holding that inner feeling, holding on to that feeling of abundance, keeping that same sensation in your body. Shift your awareness to financial abundance and holding that feeling of abundance as you think about money. And it could be a little challenging, but simply hold that feeling in your body. You know what abundance feels like. That is what abundance feels like. Now imagine that feeling in your body with financial abundance. All of your needs are met. There is no longer worry in your mind about money. You have a deep trust, just like you trust that the sun will shine, that the wind will blow, that the earth will be beneath your feet. You trust that you will be taken care of financially. (sighs) Hold that feeling in your body. Sit with that feeling. How good does that feel? how beautiful does that feel gently bring your awareness back into the space around you back into your physical body into the environment that you're sitting in tune back into your breathing and know that this practice may feel a little challenging at first but if it does feel challenging that's telling you something that there's work to do and the more you do this the easier it will be to drop into that state of abundance regardless of what you're trying to manifest in your life so keep at it and watch the things you desire come to life Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Conscious Pussy Podcast. I'll see you next time.